podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications. And Friends is up next. But first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. I'm Howard Sudbury. And it's Steve Baskerville. And on the next Back to You podcast, it's going to be a great show, Steve. Yeah, because two things are going to happen at the same time. I'm going to be slowing down my vehicle long enough for you to look at me and see the eye of the tiger. We've got two members of the Ides of March, Jim Peterick and Bob Berglund. Yeah, man. Glad to be here. That's the next Back to You with Howard Sudbury. And Steve Baskerville. I can't wait. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. An Opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. <laughs> the following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Anne Fred. Hey, I'm Sam. I like uh, being loud, uh, drinking some coffee, and uh, having donuts. We're still doing these every week. Why? Just do it! (laughs) People need to know who you are! (laughs) Why are they tuning in on season two? They haven't figured it out yet. We only did four episodes of season one! Right. So they have the time to listen to it, is what I'm saying. Tommy, you better be happy that the network picked us back up, okay? We busted our ass during those four episodes, all right? You're gonna, right. You're going to read your name and tell us what the fuck you like. <laughs> How lucky we are that Tony needs more podcasts. <laughs> um, what do I like? Oh, God! <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, where do you want to eat? Kimmy, maybe you should go. All right, Kimmy, you go next. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kimmy, and I'd like to strangle Tommy right now, but that's the usual thing that goes on. In real life, I don't like strangling people. I like to read about people strangling people. That's that's mine. And lastly, we have... Hey, I'm Tommy. I like grapefruit-flavored soft drinks. Like squirt. Uh, currently have a cold. It's very fun. I like Samuel. <laughs> oh, gee. I like you too. Tommy. That's why you guys kissed in the last episode. Hey, you know, it's uh it's been a week More since than that. it's been a week since we've all been together. Uh what what happened? Covering the news from around the world to your backyard, it is time for the news. Let's get into some news. Let's get into some God, I can't I can't with Tommy today. I don't know how often you guys fly to Japan, but do you guys often fly to Japan? Not At least often four enough. times a week. I've been to China. Not the same, but we'll go with it. <laughs> well, I mean, he I wish. Frustrated. I, I kind of wish we had this. But have you ever flown next to a baby on a plane? Yes. I don't think I've actually been stuck like next to a baby. Well, have I've you been, been near one? Define near. Like you can hear it because they're like kind of close to you, like probably like two rows over. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've seen that situation. Well, I've seen babies. Thanks to Japan, because connected back to Japan, the reason why I asked that first question is because they're allowing you to find out where a baby is sitting on your flight, so you could sit like at the freaking opposite end of where a baby is. Ooh. But what if people use this to sit closer to the baby? Uh, that's that's a horrible backfire of that. I mean, exactly. that's that's a solid question and a solid point because you got those perverts in the world. Right. Well, the question I have is: Is it cheaper to sit next to the baby? No, it just lets you know that there's a baby there. 
It just has that little baby symbol. So when you're picking your seat, it's like, there's a baby there. I don't want to be near that baby. I think they could charge like $1 extra for any other seat on the plane. And through the collective money they're saving with that, they could shave all that money off of the one next to the baby. Yeah. I ride next to the baby. Oh, heck no. If it was cheaper. Well, I have noise-canceling headphones. I can deal with it. Yeah, even if it was like a back baby, you know, like sitting in the back with a baby. you know. I always like, go to the back, and then I remember that's where people with babies sit, and then I regret my decisions. Yeah. Well, it's great. I, I flew I flew to uh, California recently, and a friend of mine, he, uh, he, he was sitting in the seat, and both there and back, he had two kids behind him kicking his seat the whole time. Ugh. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I just, I don't like kids. I don't like being near them on the plane. I mean, some of them are cute, but then they just stare at you. And I feel like they're staring into my soul. And I feel like they just know my life story. And they're disappointed by it. So it's just like, I no. Well, that's when you go up to them and ask them like a really personal question that only you would know. And if they answer it, then you know they know your life story. If they answer it, I'd be shocked that they could talk because they, they just most of the time don't talk. They just stare. You should stare back. I do. Just to see how long it takes them to break. Usually they don't break. I break because I'm like, look away, kid. The younger they are, the harder it is to get them to to, to break them in a staring contest. Exactly, because they're just kind of focused in on you, and you just start, don't know what to do, as they don't have anything <laughs> else to do, and they don't understand that, you know, it's rude to stare. Yeah, but it might, you might also be giving them, like, their first staring contest, so you're kind of helping them with their life experience. Yeah. I also do like Samuel's idea of asking a really personal question, like charging up to someone's kid and being like, what age did I lose my virginity? <laughs> and they just go, like, 25. But they know. Is that going to be when you lose your virginity? Is I'm that hopeful. Why? 21 now. So <laughs> if the show's still running in four years, we'll check again. We'll check the numbers. We could do a live taping of you losing your virginity. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would We've be... We've been wanting to do live shows, exactly. live broadcasts. Let's do it from my bedroom. Look, I know. With all my roommates present. Yeah. And us. Yeah. It, and of course It'd be nice. Guys. Before, yeah. before you do I it, you have you her sign a waiver. It's just like, look, we're going to have you on the air. It's going to be a whole production. You know, we'll give you credit just as long as we get to record the whole thing. I think that'd be perfect. Oh, yeah. We're going to put that on there. Unedited. We just need to find a girl that will willingly not just sign the waiver, but have sex with you. Three unedited minutes. That's, that's, just, a, <laughs> that's just a prostitute. Can you last three minutes? Two unedited minutes. I think he's still being hopeful there, but... It's so I can go twice. <laughs> ah. Got to make the most of it. Double time. All right. All right. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Whew. Wouldn't it be neat to have a show where you just randomly said sex talk? Sexy. <laughs> We're back on the sex train. I oh. like it. Every oh. week we talk more and more about sex. I was worried we were losing it a little bit last week. Yeah, it's part of our sex talk. Sex talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be a, a, uh, our producer says live podcast from Buffalo Wild Wings of Tommy losing his virginity. Ooh, that sounds saucy. Yeah. Ooh, can Buffalo we just Wild dump Wings? sauce on them? Not not Hooters. You went with the other wing place that doesn't have that. Their whole thing isn't sex. You went. With. Well, we no, don't. no, th- no. They have a lot of big breasts over there, man. Chicken breast. Chicken breast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. The next story I have basically is summed up in two words: scented scissors. This is a phenomenal photo. That is, jeez. Uh, scented scissors, guys. Why do they put everything in 
the scent of blueberry. Like, it's actually a strong smell. Do you smell. not like the smell of blueberries? It's not that I don't like it. It's just so weak as a smell. Mm. Like, orange is a good smell. Oh, well, I mean, it's, for the listener, though, for the, we're looking at the... Kimmy, can you describe the photo? Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. It is basically this man on Twitter posted a photo of two different scissors, ones that smell like blueberries and one that smell like oranges, and it's just kind of packaged with the little... Faced blueberries and faced faced oranges, and they're pretty cheap though. They're only like one nineteen in the photo, so I mean, yeah, apparently they're called sniffs. Sniffs. I just, I mean, it sounds good to say together. Scented scissors, sniff sniffable scissors. You could sell that really sweetly. Scented scissors. So many S's. That's a horrible idea. Looks so much (laughs) like those scented markers that were like designed for kids to start chewing on them. Yeah, but markers are so, you know, early 2000s. Now it's scissors. We want to cut our noses while we smell them. Oh, my God. Do you remember Smencils? <gasps> yeah, dude. I, di- I didn't have a Smencil. What I had was my friend's old Smencil case, what? and I would put mine in there, and then it smelled like tropical fruit punch. What were Smencils? I, I see that our producer doesn't know what a smensel is. Okay, so to describe the smensel, for those unaware, it's it's a scented pencil. So it would come in like 300 different designer flavors. Um, flavors. Yeah, I mean, you don't taste sense. it. There it is. Uh, flavors. I mean, you can. It's I call so, them flavors. See, okay. I remember the thing that gets me with this too is I remember seeing people sticking up their noses because they would just sit there and just kind of sniff yeah, it, they, like huffing paint. Well, that's they, why they the, 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 the sniff scissors is so good because it already splits; it goes straight up. Well, the thing is, both. they'll definitely you could then probably instead. Of the, I mean, it'll stop people in the future getting septum piercings because they'll probably just cut off that part right well, there. Well, you know what it looks behind mm. it is that there's Think actually it. it looks behind in the photo that actually looks like there might be another flavor and it's green and it makes me think that there's apple as well i was thinking watermelon oh watermelon would be a good flavor yeah i just think this has lots of dangers going on yeah because we're just going to see kids shoving scissors up their nose and i wonder if they're going to try tasting them oh imagine if they try tasting it and they cut off their tongue this Uh, is dark but i mean at least they're like safety scissors the real question is are they though they look, I mean, they're like tiny and they look pretty dull. But the real question is, how would you smell them? Would you put both of the blades up one nose or would you split it and put the blades up both noses? Split it, both noses, yeah. baby. I feel like you just put them together and then just run it past your nose and give it a big inhale. Mm. Ooh, edit that out. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have been gross if I didn't have a cold, but. It, it kind of it adds to it a little bit there. All right, this next one is controversial <sighs> for people here. The only reason I say that is because it kind of makes me upset that the OK symbol is now a hate symbol. That's OK. I, I, I <laughs> God damn it, Samuel. That's I it, Samuel. I'm calling the police. Ah. I'm kind of upset because, A, there's the emoji. And I used to just be like, do that to people. I'd be like, OK. Yeah, and I would so just do that. So now, okay am I going to get yelled at? No, keep using it. That's how you don't make it a hate symbol. Don't give it power, Kimmy. Well, I used to do it like with your hands when you would do the <coughs> eyeballs with the the O, and then you put it over your eyes. I can't with if headphones. If they ruin on. that, I'll be really. That's that's where just I an draw upside down. Line. Okay, it's Take just it. your your fingers together with your white supremacists haven't done anything to me yet but if they ruin the eyeball thing i'm gonna be really upset everyone everyone will forget about it in a week because you remember when milk was a hate symbol too what oh that time where they were doing some like white purity thing and 
And they drank way too much dairy. Yeah. And it didn't go well for anybody. Well, they had it at the Cubs game. Remember the guy? Yeah, the, the guy got the kicked guy out that. for you. Yeah. Well, think about it. They have the game where people keep doing that, but load their waist. It's that game you do. Well, that's actually, so, that's how white supremacists communicate. Okay. Well, that's also a game people play. And my friend, oh, also, no. I feel really bad. She I'm has that tattooed on her because it was that game. <laughs> so she got a tattooed on her leg. So. I, I actually love that tattoo. That's the greatest yeah. tattoo I've ever heard in my life. But because now no one it a white, sees it coming. But no. now it's a white supremacist tattoo. I disagree. Well, you, for no, the people who know it as a hate symbol. I, I think that my problem is that the second any white supremacist does something, that doesn't make it a white supremacist symbol, right? Well, That's it's right. officially yeah. been put on there as the... Like, it's now listed as a symbol of hate. By who? Anti-Defamation League. Yep. I was going to say I was going to screw up defamation, so I'm really good. <laughs> well, they put a whole bunch of shit on there. Like, they like added the Pepe, 36 the symbols well, no, to it's hate like, on It's like cars. Database. Every year they have to come out with a new model. <laughs> well, that's like if you're saying the dictionary that they always put in new words into it. That's the, true. Yeah. But come on. We've been using the OK symbol for ages. I don't know why we have to make this one. Like, and a hate one. Apparently, the, another hate symbol is 100%. Wait a minute. No, that that doesn't make 100% sense. 100% is uh, is shorthand for 100% white among white supremacists. What? Seriously, okay, they're well, just no, that one makes everything. that one makes sense. That's okay. That's <laughs> such a stretch. So if I give you so basically students who get 100% on a test, they're white supremacists? No, their teacher is a white supremacist. Or their teacher is writing a yeah. white supremacist yeah. symbol on them? Yeah. That's how you that's how you figure out if your teacher is a white oh, supremacist. Yeah. You ace the test and you find out for sure. Yeah, it's <laughs> like how could I have done a good job? It's they're only white supremacists. Apparently the number 12 is also a hate symbol and which the makes me sad. 12? The number 13 is which I have that tattooed on me. Does that mean I have a hate symbol on me? Yes. Well, I fight this. I'm fighting this. The only way you make it a hate symbol is by acknowledging that it's a hate symbol. It's because it's from dumb old Texas. It says a large Texas-based racist prison gang. Like this, this they're simple. I'm on their website now because now I'm getting mad at what is technically apparently hate symbol. If you say do the 23 hand sign like this, 23 or 23, that's what it is. 23. Yeah. This is a hate and symbol. Me. I'm like too afraid to do things sometimes, and it kind of makes me scared or sad because it's like, oh, I want to do this or I want to post something, but then I like overthink it because I'm like, who's this gonna piss off? Who's this like gonna? go after or what it's not, the, it's not your fault that they get pissed what off what snowflake is gonna be upset i think it's in my mind i normally just hate the thing of like we can't make jokes about anything anymore the, the society is too sensitive but then they do something where like the little the little hand signal is now a white supremacist thing i'm like all right guys cool it yeah. this isn't a thing the the meme frog on my laptop is not a white supremacist thing and yet you had to cover it up <laughs> I've just, I've only like half, yeah, I've like half covered it just because I'm like. It just depends on what, it depends on what Pepe you use. It could have been a Dr. Pepe. My sister got me that for Christmas one year and I'm, and then now she's like, I don't know. What if it's like a white supremacy thing? I'm like, it's really not. It's super not. No. Hey, speaking of white supremacy, <laughs> let's go to Florida. Oh. 
Ouch. Oh, Hi, it's Rick. And I'm Dave. From Minutia Men. And here is What's Wrong With You, Florida on And Friends. What's wrong with you, Florida? Hey, wait a second. We do this bit. Uh, it's, it's all animal themed. I got a whole bunch of animal stories because it's October. It's the month of the animal. And I thought we'd start really? off. No, I just made that up. Oh. oh. I got excited. Well, for us it is. Yeah, it's yeah. animal month. It's Anne Friends Animal Month. I guess it is October. Are we murdering animals because it's Halloween and that's usually equals death, decay, destruction? I'm just looking for D words. I mean, that's really just the meat industry. Yeah. That's true. This is, this is, is this about the media industry? Wacky. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is this is a really heavy episode. Whoa. This is much more lighthearted in the beginning. This is what happens Anyways. when Tommy has a cold. I just I, get depressed and I spread it to everyone. I, first story. So when we die. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. A Florida woman uh, wants a turtle to be mayor of Clear, uh, Clearwater, and she's not kidding. Turtle has my vote. It'll yeah. probably be better than any mayor. Third. I don't know. Do we want a second Mitch McConnell? Because he looks like a turtle. God. I'm making fun of people's appearance, and it's okay because we don't like him. Uh, (laughs) uh, So the mayor is running for sea turtles. Uh, The the goal of the campaign is to elect a non-human to give nature a voice. Uh, Would the turtle actually make some good, well, like points and changes? Because I don't well, know what his points. And- un- unfortunately, the city rules say that the candidates for office must be registered voters who live in Clearwater, and records show that there are no turtles. Fi- uh, that no turtles fit the bill. Uh, so the mayor, who is a retired lawyer and environmental ad- <laughs> advocate, uh, is planning to run the name, run under the name of Sea Turtle. So she put Sea Turtle as her middle name. Elizabeth Sea Turtle. Dryer. Thank you. Yes. Um, I mean, there's that one place where, like, there's a cat as the mayor. Yeah. There's a dog as a mayor somewhere. Yeah, well, Alaska has a city that has a cat cat, uh, as a mayor. Yeah, yeah. It's about time a reptile got in on this action. I think reptiles are discriminated against in our society. Well, there's, you know, uh, she has a couple good points in in what she's running for. she wants voting rights for all animals um and uh, okay maybe not all good points uh she wants renewable energy by 2050 which is but some good good points yeah that's a good point that's yeah i mean we might have to go a little bit faster than that but it's nice to at least have a goal yeah yeah so uh and she won't uh she says she's not going to accept any money contributions because sea uh because sea turtles cannot be bought well Technically. And she has failed already. Yeah. That is a shame. Go to the black market. You can find anything there. Bet you can find tons of sea turtles. I feel like I could buy a sea turtle at like Petco, though. Sea turtles are huge. Do you know how big they are? Petco size? (laughs) No. I mean, you could get it while it's a baby and then just raise it up to be a giant big sea turtle. Where would you release it? They just have to. You wouldn't release it. They have to. They have to have, like, salt water. Just get a big pool full of salt water. Like, in your backyard, just have a giant pool that you never swim in because there's a sea turtle. It's full of nothing but salt water, sea turtle, and whatever sea turtles eat. You could actually make your money back with it because you could be selling and be like, hey, you want to see a sea turtle? It's in the backyard. 50 bucks. 50 bucks to look at a sea turtle? Yep. I mean, I don't know what people would pay, but, I mean, if you're in a Hicksville area especially, they'll pay whatever. I don't think that I... Get charged fifty dollars to go to the entire aquarium. Yeah, but what if you're in an area that doesn't have like a zoo anywhere nearby? What if they get the offer you to touch would it? Be fifty bucks to touch the sea turtle. How about that? 
What do I you mean? Touch I don't think the it's healthy. Turtle. Or the you could sea touch turtle. the sea turtle's back. I don't think you. No. It's just a. Hey, that's fifty bucks. It's a shell. It's like <laughs> touching a rock with a. Actually, sea turtles. Jellyfish sea turtles' backs are like leather. The that's why they're called leather bags. The leather shell. Bags, sea turtles. Yeah. There was a cat, m- the mayor of Alaska in yeah. 1997. I was actually born in that area, or not area, but time frame. Can I was you born it? in that year. It was. It was a mayor for. Uh, it was a mare for 20 years. Can you believe that? Well, did the cat finally die? Is that why it's not the mayor anymore? Yeah, it was until his death. Well, he was the mayor of Talkitna. To get more depressing, I've never had a cat live for 20 years. They died before that. Mine's getting close. Oh, no. On that note. You know, there's actually the highest ranking animal I've ever heard of. The world's highest ranked penguin. His name is... Brigadier Sir Nils Olav III. Uh, he is the colonel in chief of, I believe it's the Swedish Kingsguard. Can we have yeah. fact checking on this? Let me just, yeah, let me Google Sir Nils Olav III to see where. All right, he's, he's Googling from. that. Sammy, you want to take us to the next story? Yes. Uh, while Tommy uh, looks that up, uh, Florida woman does everything she can to survive during a camel attack at Louisiana truck stop. Uh, the Florida woman was facing criminal trespassing charges after a bizarre encounter with a camel in a Louisiana truck stop. She said she was forced to bite the camel's testicles in order to escape after she was attacked. She was forced to? Yes. By the camel? Yes. Uh, uh, the manager at the truck stop said the three-year-old camel, 600-pound camel, uh, was a gentle giant, uh... But it was chasing her dog, and she uh, pretty much crawled. Uh, the dog crawled into the camel's enclosure at the truck stop, and you know, biting ensued. I so what I what I hear is her dog deserved what he was going to get, and she went in there with the most bizarre plan I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, there's no better way to stop a camel. I guess, but like, how do you go like this is plan one, and not like. Maybe I should try to shove it or something. I, I don't know if it'd be all that successful, but, like... You know what? It's really not that good of an idea, really, because you're kind of pissing off the camel. Yeah, and you're under it, where, like, all the kicking happens. Yeah. Do I don't know if it can actually reach you, though, from down there. I don't think it will have that range to kick you quite well. Knee you, maybe. I don't think it stomp on you. Also, I don't That's know true. if camels can kick that high like horses. I don't know if camels buck. That's true. I don't know what their system is. I'm just thinking of all things to do to protect yourself or to kind of fight back. She decides to bite his testicles. And like she could punch them or something. Or grab them and like squeeze. Yeah, like a pull or a tug. Like why was she just like, this is the only way? I mean, unless she was squeezing the legs so she doesn't get hurt. Well, she bites it's a 600 the 600 pound camel. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's no good options at that point. Grab the dog and leave. Yeah, that she would really have to get under that camel, huh? Yeah. Huh. A, there was a lot of buildup to her biting that camel's testicles that I feel like we're not getting. A lot of other options. That's all the story gave me. There was there was no other reporting on that. It's a shame. I just hope that he still has the, you know, he can reproduce maybe, you know, or not. Hopefully. I hope she's still around. You mean that she or the testicles on the male camel? <laughs> All I know is that I don't think any sane person would think I'm going to bite this animal's testicles. You know what bothers me? They're probably going to end up putting that camel down for some shit that dog started. Put the dog down. You know, actually, once in my life, I've actually <laughs> punched the dog. 
I punched a dog the hardest one time, but that's because he attacked my dog. And I never was like, I never get like physical, but this freaking dog put, like made my dog have to go to the hospital. And she had like a gash that was the size almost of my pointer finger in her throat because did, of biting her. Did you knock out the dog? No, I didn't. I punched it really hard. I got to where it like let, let her go. And then it grabbed my ankle because I picked my dog up to run away. And then the owner finally came out there in time. So we didn't get screwed up. Huh. But man. And then I found out later that that dog bit a little girl. So they put it down. All right. That was really dark. What kind of <laughs> dog was it? Unfortunately. And I don't discriminate. It was a pit bull. Yeah, I knew. Uh, I mean, I thought. people I, are like, "No, they're so gentle." I'm like, "Look at the numbers, though." Oh, <laughs> oh God! I know it's. I feel bad. And would, friends, the episode where everyone hates us. <laughs> Basically, you heard it here first, folks. Kimmy punched a dog, and Tommy hates pit bulls. Uh, crap! <laughs> our last story. We're going all the way to Australia because somehow an Australian beat out a Florida man. Uh, uh, <coughs> pretty much, uh, the Australian. Uh, Caught a small shark and used it as a bong, and it became a viral video. And I put a little fun photo in there that we can post on our Instagram and friends pod at Instagram. And um, that's how you get hated, because you say a fun video of a shark being a bong. And no, it's not a video. Sorry, a fun little photo. It's like a meme, if you want to look down there. That does yeah, that does seem like something that would happen in Australia, honestly. I mean, you got a little bit, you have to respect the ingenuity there. Well, the best part is that uh, while he was ripping the bong, he had Baby Shark playing in the background. This is still very sad, though. Very I sad. I mean, how did it die? Oh, well, he's a fisherman, so I feel like we can guess. It might have just already died or something. I mean, if he killed it specifically to use it as a bong, now I have a problem. But, like, if he was already going to kill it anyway... <laughs> I mean, I've invented ways to make, you know, bongs with things. Yes, I'm incriminating myself here. But, you know, never Hold thought this episode of until using... January. Yeah. I never thought of using a um, shark or using a fish or using anything that was alive at one point. I mean, have you ever held a dead shark in your hands? I've have, held have a you? skull, like little body part thingy. Because I'm just I've asking, eaten like, shark. have you had the option no. to make a shark into a bong? Because who knows what you would do in that situation. I would never think to make a bong out of that. In your current state, yes. But when you're holding a dead shark and you're like, I could really use a hit right now. There's cans. There's apples. There's water bottles. If you have all those, which I expect these fellas probably did. In an emergency situation. I would just (laughs) not smoke. There's other ways. What is this? You have to smoke or not smoke. In a marijuana-related emergency situation where you have nothing on you. Are you trying to incriminate me and make me say the words? What's a marijuana-related emergency situation? That's a (laughs) that's a great question. Like, what emergency would you have to smoke marijuana? Oh, I know friends that are actually like, if they don't, they're like evil people. I yeah, that's called quiet. addiction. Yes, I, I know this, <laughs> and I've seen it firsthand, but I still think, even with her addiction, she would not use a shark. Granted, I have a friend yeah. who has, like, a neural uh, problem <laughs> with his body where he actually has to smoke marijuana not to be in pain constantly. See? That might be an emergency situation. Would he use a shark, though? Let's bring him in. I mean, if there was only... Let's <laughs> Get him on the line. tell him the story. Bring him in. We'll bring him next week. We'll add, we'll hand him a dead shark. We'll we'll wait him out until he has to smoke weed, and then we'll just watch what he does. All right. 
Yeah, that'll be our guest next week. I feel like this is a torture situation more than anything. Like, oh, it's between life or death, man. You either gotta... Wait, is the shark gonna be dead or alive that he's with? Well, first we have to How find a shark. How are we gonna bring a live shark in here? <laughs> There's not an aquarium, Kimmy. There is an aquarium. <laughs> if it's a baby shark, shed. it's not gonna be too bad. You just have a box, and then you put water or a bucket. Put water. I'm not saying that there are no aquariums, Samuel. Of course there are, aren't no aquariums. Th- we live in a world with many aquariums. There is not an aquarium in here. We can no, build no, one. No, there is definitely no aquarium in here, but you didn't say in here. You said here. <laughs> All right, guys. So I think I we should be taking penguin? a break after this. <laughs> yeah, we got to do the. We'll do the plug. I oh no! I penguin. meant like you know we have to take a break. We'll be right back. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. So I was going with. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave on this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Jenkins networks at the White House. Spotted cows at the Spotted Cow Brewery. Cubs funeral. David Lee Roth brush with Rick and our guest Skip Graparis. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. <laughs> Tony Lasano podcast and Opie production on the Radio Misfits podcast. Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. Tommy, you're not going to believe what is coming to the Museum of Broadcast Communications. Is it Stay Tuned, Rock on TV? That's right. Stay Tuned, Rock on TV here at the Museum of Broadcast Communications. Right here at the Museum of Broadcast Communications. It opens on October 18th. Do you know where you can find more details about it? I'm going to guess here. Is it museum.tv? It's actually museum.tv, but you can find it there. Podcasting from Chicago, an Opie production for the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Lasano and Friends. When the guests receive a questionnaire, there's a bunch of questions on there. One now has been added this season is, what pronoun would you like to be known as? Totally. I have like non-binary friends and I'll find myself saying the word man and I'm like, I'm not even using it as like a pronoun. Right. It's yeah. just a filler word. Right. And I know that it means so much more to them, so I'm trying to like force it out, right. but it's so embedded. It's like a pronoun I've yeah. used yeah. since I was a yeah. kid, yeah. and I still fall back on it, just being like, oh, hey man, what's going on? You know what I mean? To anybody. Yeah. Woman, man, yeah. trans, anybody. Yeah. And I always feel terrible about yeah. it, no matter who I'm talking to, because it's a stupid thing to say. It's like a crutch. <laughs> I've been like, the South thing. And- but I mean, the South thing would be better, because you can just say y'all, and then you're done. covers <laughs> everybody. No, that's, I just use y'all. Maybe the South is more progressive than we yeah. are, and we <laughs> need to give them more sure. credit than they sure. get. Absolutely. Y'all is the best gender neutral pronoun. <laughs> it really is. It hits the singular. Yep. It hits the plural. plural yep. It yeah. hits everybody. Yep. <laughs> and it's got a little bit of character, too, because it's like, howdy, y'all. How you doing? Yeah. It's bipartisan. We're yeah. across the yeah. aisle. We have solved sexism <laughs> in this it. country. Now racisms. Maybe not the word y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to tell a friend about Lasano and Friends, which is available online at radiomisfits.com. Follow Lasano Friends on Twitter. Radiomisfits.com. I think that we Tell should see other up. people. Tell the penguin. Okay, so I messed up. It wasn't Sweden. It's He's the colonel-in-chief and mascot of the Norwegian Kingsguard. Uh, his name is Sir Nils Olav III. He is the third in the line. The first was the first ever penguin to have been knighted, which is pretty exciting. He was promoted just a couple years ago to brigadier which makes him the world's highest-ranked penguin. He is a king penguin, and you can Google him and find so many lovely photos of him inspecting his troops. He has a little a little arm patch with, like, a little metal. 
But that doesn't that doesn't beat out you know the uh, in- incredible Mr. Limpet who was commissioned by the uh, U.S. Navy um, to help locate Nazi U-boats. That actually happened in in the uh, in the World War II. There was in World War Two again. What was Miss, the Incredible Mr. Limpet? Well, Incredible Mr. Limpet was this guy who was really fond of fish. And what happened in the forties was that he turned into a fish, and he was commissioned by the U.S. Navy to hunt down U-boats. Wait a second. Wait a second. You lost me when you said he turned into a fish. Yeah. This is yeah. definitely some terrible old show. That's being described, especially because I can tell by his face that Tony put this in. Well, no, they actually made a movie about it in it's 1964. Yeah, exactly. That's what it okay, is. starred Don's. Not- no, it was a, it was a, it was are a biographical talking, movie. Are you talking biographical? Yeah. Okay. You remember biopic. those books when somebody had just transformed into an animal? That's why I feel like this is Animals. just like some. Yeah. 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 I feel like this is just the a covers book. were always better than the books. I I hardly ever read the books. I, know. I would just like look at the covers yeah. when they were in my school's library. All right. Also in World War Two, actual fact. Um, yeah, because he was there. He knows the actual fact. That's true. He fought in the war. There was a bear yep. named Wojtek. By the Russians. Fought, yeah. Not Russians. He fought on the Allied side. Well, that was also Russians. But he fought. <laughs> oh, shit. Where? I, I knew this. Hey, we're going to take a break right no, now. No, wait. I we'll be right it. back with the answer from Tommy. He's Syrian. He fought for... Uh, yeah, we are yeah, right. still rolling, but I gotta okay. go. Jesus, just trying to get us out of a break. I'm like, God I, damn it, let's go to a break. I knew it was Polish. I just have to grab my charger. So. God damn, just this man. <laughs> I'm like, wait. You can put it's a break tease. wherever you want. Yeah, but if you keep <laughs> talking, at least he can, you can, he can fade you out as you're trying to talk. <laughs> Be like, baby, I know it waits. Literally any point in the show with like more than a second worth of break, you can just put in the part where we say, let's go to a break. It doesn't matter when we go to, we could record it at the end. All right, and we're back. And what's the answer you want to so lovingly tell us, Tom? He was, he fought for the Polish. Um, Polish soldiers in. Iran in 1942 oh, wow. bought a Syrian brown bear cub and trained him to salute on command. Uh, he would smoke cigarettes, but he'd usually just eat them. Uh, he was just—he was mostly kind of a mascot, but there was an instance where, like, in a big battle in Italy, they actually got him to move ammo crates. Wow. So he's— he was actually doing his part to fight the Nazis, which is pretty exciting for a bear. I don't think did PETA he, would approve. Did he ever get... Probably pro- not. <laughs> yeah, but it was war. Did he ever get promoted? Uh, I think he was originally made a private so that they could enlist him officially in the army to get around, like, regulations. I think he did get promoted a couple times, like, to an absurd point. Huh. I'm curious if the Wikipedia page has an answer. Both he and Sir Nils Olav the First resided in the same zoo in Edinburgh. Wow, that's a fun fact. Was for you. Sir Sir Olaf the First employed during World War II as well? Uh, I don't think so. I think he came later. I think the first one was in like '64. Uh. I want to still fact check this all. If anyone yeah. finds out that Tommy is wrong about anything. Let us know. Well, that's like, made it to the rank of corporal. Wow. Which may not be, like, general, but it's pretty high for a bear. He's probably the farthest any bear has made it in the military. Well, you know, it's, it's like he had people under him. 
He had to he had to control people. I love the idea of someone just showing up for their first day at a boot camp and they're just like, "You report to the bear." <laughs> uh, uh, if you want to just keep talking about war animals, there's a cool pigeon. <laughs> oh no, there's uh, the Russians use dogs. The Russians use dogs to blow up tanks. Really? Yeah, they would strap bombs to the dogs and have them run underneath the tanks. PETA definitely doesn't approve of that <laughs> one. I heard that. Uh, the Germans in World War II used to use geese as guard dogs because it was, like, way harder to get around. Because, like, in theory, you can bribe a dog with food. A goose, if a goose just doesn't like you, there's no dealing with it, and it's so loud. Well, it's like how the Russians have dolphins, too. They have what? They have dolphins. They have military dolphins. <laughs> Go you on. sound so shocked. Yeah, military dolphins with lasers on their heads. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Is this the Austin Powers movie now? Uh, actually, no. I think they have sea lions, though, or like <laughs> seals or something. But anyways. It's the Navy. Yeah. If you like and friends, uh, be sure to check out some of our other programming on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like Free Kicks. Kimmy, you know what that is, right? Of course I do. It's with Rick Kempfer and... Rick Kempfer and Adam Howard, the director of coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association, as they discuss the latest in international, national, and local soccer news. Which, again, it gives it to where I learn more about soccer, because I know nothing. Foosball. Free Kicks is an OPI show and is available only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. This week for the promo, can you just play me going foosball? <laughs> um, I don't, no, make it the promo for we free don't, kids. We don't have a sex toy box, do we? Or? Well, I was going to, because we never got to use this one, so I was like, I kept this oh, in there. Oh, yeah, let's do oh, that then. We one. never got to use the sex toy box, guys, and it's all about history of sex toys. Are there photos? History, yes. History of sex toys. Is it history this baby of sex is a hockey puck? History of no, sex we'll do that next week. History I'll keep that on toys. here for next week because we already have a photo. of sex toys. Can we just make a song of me doing the history of sex toys? I think you already did. Is that legally binding anywhere? Or am I okay to just have done that? What do you mean legally okay. binding? Like, <laughs> I don't think you know what that phrase means. Actually, <laughs> you know, mean radio, phrase? radio Misfits is going to kick down our door right now saying, we own that song, you can't use it. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't think that Prince ever trademarked the song Sex Toy Box. There was a song called Sex Toy Box? No. Oh, God damn it. Why, why, what, what, what gave you Prince? All right, boys. I, I mean, if, there's going, if there was going to be someone, I feel like it was going to be Prince. I'll be Prince. What are you Googling? What are you doing on your computer? I'm looking at the script. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. It was the the way that you like turned right after that. You had this intent like I'm looking it up to be sure. She put a link in there. All right. Hey, let's get back to Sex Toy Box because this is season two and my first time doing it. And I want to get into the history of sex toys. I'm only being aggressive because we never. (laughs) This was part of the lost city of atlantis episode that no one will ever get to hear so i wanted to bring it back because these sex toys one of them looks like a cheese grater in a way or those like pasta grater thingies oh no this was the one where we discovered the fountain of youth exactly right it's one of those ones that i just i couldn't let it go because the first one i mean we could post these but i don't know if anybody wants to see sex toys i mean i mean i know i do but this one this very first one that's on here if you boys take a look it's called andis vibrator oh yeah and it's not only for you know 
using it as a vibrator, it, it can be used for your face or your hair. Well, that, looks like. that's how they still market those things. They're like massagers, aren't they? And they say it's a back massager so they can put it out at Brookstone in the middle of the mall. <laughs> so they have Hitachi wands yeah, that so can be say, used as, the yeah, they can yeah. be used anywhere, but I mean, you know what it's only supposed to be for. Well, this one's a vintage feel, you know? Yeah. The the next one, it's, oh God, you, you know, a Penum, the, mm, Come on, Samuel. You want, you want pneumatic. A uh, uh, pneumatic Thank vibrator. You. Yeah. Pneumatic vibrator, which kind of looks like somebody's going to do a lobotomy on your eye. It means gas. Powder. Well, yeah. No, this is like what a dentist. Because really? the dentists use uh, pneumatic drills and stuff. So it's kind of like the same concept. Yeah, but is this part of those things because the doctors used to like masturbate women because they thought they were crazy? Because doctors used to do that. They did that? You didn't know that? You're crazy. I, well, no, I, I knew that doctors would do that like the 60s when they were doing like the sex studies. They had well, a whole TV show no, about it. No, it was like it. a whole thing when they thought women were crazy or like they were being erratic. They would think to their, because they didn't know it was still like a developing medicine. So they would masturbate women as a way to make them more sane, I guess. Because, you know, as they've learned now that, you know, it does make stress relief. Calms I don't know. me down. Yeah, it does calms people down, obviously. <laughs> is it still masturbation if someone else is doing it? I thought that that yes. was like... Yes. Yeah. It is? Especially yes. when you're what using tools it? or if there's so many things else. There's no, there's, no, uh, there's no coitus. I'm yeah. Googling the definition of masturbation because I'm very curious. They, uh, those doctors, man, if that Fact was now, session. there would be a horrible lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say now it would be a lawsuit. Well, there has been lawsuits when that happens and... Now they just knock them unconscious with gas. But oh, okay. back so, then they would do it while they were awake and yeah. just call it science. Jesus Christ. The dictionary yeah. defines masturbation noun as stimulation of the genitals with the hand for sexual pleasure. Oh. Yeah, see, so it's like when the doctor is massaging a woman's clitoris, I'm using the actual words. That is the stimulating. But if of there's a, a tool involved, but if he uses no his hand too, if he he's still hand. using yeah. his Back hands. Back then, yeah. they probably kind of could have used the hands more because these tools look very well. Yeah, this the next scary. one. The next one is like a a, a crank. Like, I don't even know what the hell that thing is. That does look like it would go in like your head or something and split it in half. What's interesting is like, I don't know about you guys but i wouldn't want to crank while trying to masturbate because that would just be too much work i'd be like <sighs> it's a not blood even it. circulator <laughs> well yeah circulate but oh wait you gotta is, work for it is this used during certain times of the month yeah i don't I know mean, this makes me want to go check out the good uh, vibrations antique vibrator museum where these are all at because yeah they was, actually have them but well, i'd also be a little was this close to singing the one no, underneath it looks like the one underneath it looks like a soldering iron. Jeez, these kind of so looks weird. like it's a pump of some kind to me. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, if it was flipped around, it looks like it almost could be a martini shaker. Can Ooh. you imagine how hot these things get? <laughs> oh, I don't. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, because they're all like you know they're all like big mechanical machines. Like the heat, like especially the heat vents on this thing. Like what the heck? Oh, speaking of which, next one down, the rolling pin heat massager. <laughs> I think that'd be a little weird because are you supposed to like roll it like side to side or up and down? Are you trying to dough I, out down there? I, like, maybe that I, one's not for the ladies. I, maybe that one's for the fellas. I, I don't think that's a rolling thing. That uh, It says rolling pin heat massager. Yes, it, it's shaped like a rolling pin, but I don't think you roll it. But then which side I'm not sticking something inside that's heated. Anywhere. Just stating that out there. I mean, or it could be like the foreplay beforehand. It actually just massages your back with a little bit of heat. If you look at it and not in the 
in the sex toy aspect? Yeah, okay. Yeah, basically, it's just a massager. It's a back It does massager. say massager, but it's apparently part of the Vibrator Museum. So. Okay, I'm a big fan of the name on the next one, the Vibra King Activator. <laughs> also, because Activator has the Activision logo that yeah, they use yeah. now. With the, with the V so that much. goes over yeah, everything, yeah. It looks exactly like... I, I Prove to me that this isn't the same company that makes Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, that's actually... Uh, they, they started out making vibrators and then moved on to video games. Kind of like how Nintendo started out with uh, cards. I actually forgot about that. Yeah. They started in like the 30s or some shit. Uh, they started in the 18... Oh, nine, wow. like 18, They're like 100 years old. That's crazy. Uh-huh. It's interesting. The next one is called the Hollywood Vibratone, which kind of could look like a phone if you could pick up the handle. I want to oh, know how heavy car. that thing is. Or that, too. It looks big. It almost looks like a vacuum cleaner, like yeah. when you would have that part of it. Or maybe it's just a small massager and this image is just blown up. Aren't you happy we have batteries now? That is nice. I mean, yeah. it just the cost of batteries, though. Yeah, but there's like a giant cable running out of this thing. Or, you know, what's nice and... Not to say I know from personal experience, but ones where you just plug it in to charge it and then, you know, reusable. Yeah, reusable you don't need to buy batteries. batteries. You don't need to have a cord connected unless you don't charge it. Then you're like SOL'd. But other than that. Eco-friendly. You know, yeah, exactly. You know that sound that like um, one of those, one of the, what is it called? Those things that like inflate um, air mattresses. The fan? Yeah, one of the, like, the really big like air pumps. Yeah. yeah, that's the sound I'm imagining coming out of this. And it's I like see that. on one hand it covers up some of the noise, but on the other hand, like now all your neighbors, if they figure it out, they're just like, God damn it! Oh yeah, and it's uh, what if you had roommates? Yeah, and it's all that. <laughs> it's, it's not like the soft plastic we have now. It's like the really Ooh. hard plastic, you know? Oh god. Yeah, right. It's like rubber. Ugh. I guess you must be really desperate to masturbate without. Your hand, because yeah, I know. Didn't they have hands? Like I feel like hands had been invented by Actually, the 19th. Actually, hands were only developed in the 1990s. Really? Mm. I didn't know that. Mm. I mean, I wasn't born until 97. Hands. There's so much I forget. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we were the first generation to be born with hands. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Before it's crazy that. to think how recent that is. Yeah, I know. Evolution, man, it's crazy. I can't wait until we get feet. I know. Yeah, we're all floating right now. We all float on. <laughs> I was uh, going to start singing a song, but I don't want to get yelled can't, at. Can't do that. <laughs> so, uh, actually, that, but hey, speaking of songs, we're wrapping it up soon, and I thought we'd go into our last and most famous segment for Man Friends. It's famous? Uh, yes. Famous um, for what? Everyone in this room. Exactly. True. Everyone gets to learn something all together. This is, this is the well-renowned... This one I can actually have a story for that I wanted to tell you guys about how I'm also dating Harry Potter and how I'm an old woman. <coughs> so it also has stories yeah. behind this music and mu music without music. Yeah, I'm already asleep. The season one hit. <laughs> That's just rude. <laughs> so yeah, this is music without music. Kimmy, you have the song. It's You have the whole story behind it. She's nope. got two songs, and I guess I'm just supposed to pick my favorite? I want you to choose. You have two options. One is longer and one is shorter. Shorter. One, one has a creepy video that also would make it interesting for you guys. So when people watch it, when people listen, they can watch it on YouTube, listen to it, and see a very creepy video. Okay, so guys, the link is HTTPS <laughs> colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash watch question mark lowercase v equal sign capital s capital d seven capital b capital c lowercase q lowercase c number one 
capital J, lowercase u, lowercase w. Again, if, can you repeat that just in case they didn't get that? Yeah, HTTPS. <laughs> I actually haven't listened to this album yet, but I've seen the music video, and it's freaking weird. And that's what I wanted to play, because yeah. it's weird. Um, I'll explain more on why I'm choosing on, this. I'm not actually doing it yet. I'm just going to, because we're going to do the countdown that we always do. All right, uh, so what's the name of the song, Kimmy? This song is called Nobody, because you're all nobodies. Just B- kidding. Bye. By Mac DeMarco. And we'll start in three, two, one. So what's the what's the story you had with it? Oh, especially since there's a while till he starts singing, as Tommy's going to watch the creepy video. Um, it's... I actually got to see him recently when he came to Chicago. I've seen him before, too. He yeah. puts on an amazing show. Oh, he's great. He played this song, and it's just how he played it and how the whole room got into it was amazing. But I want to talk about the concert I went the night before his, where um, me and my boyfriend hurt each other. Not, like, physically, but oh. he became <laughs> he became Harry Potter, and I almost broke my back. Not in a sexual what way. I mean, he became Harry Potter. And that second one sounded like a physical form of pain. Well, yeah, it really was. But the first one was because he tried opening a car door, kind of intoxicated. And when he unlocked it, he opened it so fast, he gashed open his head. Oh, shit. <laughs> and that happened right after, because it was pouring rain. Pouring rain. And we have, for some reason, rubber things in our apartment complex. Rubber, like, uh, mats on the stairs. And I'm walking down the stairs, and I'm in Converse, which makes me hate Converse now, which is sad. They're my favorite. And I This episode slip. is sponsored by Converse. <laughs> I still love them, and I still wore them yesterday and the day before because that's all I ever wear. But I slipped down the stairs straight onto my back and just slid down a little bit as well. Oh, jeez. On my back. I have the nice little <laughs> bruise there. I got some scratches on my arm. It was, um... So you sat down the whole show when you saw Mac DeMarco. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of more intoxicated at that point because I was like, my back hurts. I'm going to enjoy I, a few drinks. I've seen Mac DeMarco about three times, and I actually met him outside of Lincoln Hall once. And I said really? hi to him. I said, yeah, you do a good job. He's like, oh, thanks, man. And then I'm like, yep. He was just, it's he's groovy, and then everyone gets into the music. Oh, yeah. And he has interesting videos, and that's for sure. Right now, Yeah, Tommy, what are you seeing right now? He kind of looks like Killer Croc and Suicide Squad, which is not a compliment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like, he's got like a cowboy hat and a lot of, a lot of makeup to make him look kind of reptilian. But then somehow the teeth still look like edited in. Oh, now let's that? go actually describe the actual song. Yeah, what's the song? As we're most of the way through it. Well, it's really, I mean. It's a long song, if, though. If you've, had, if you've listened to Mac DeMarco, you know it's going to be really laid back. And sometimes it's upbeat. But this, like the past couple albums he's done have, have all been like laid back. Like, you know. Yeah, he's talked about back, a lot, too. Stuff. Yeah. How he's more, he writes breakup songs or like heartbreak songs more than anything. Is he still with his... Is he still with his girlfriend? Or? I don't know about his personal life. Well, he I don't know about his personal life, but he just made a statement saying, like, he that's what he goes to more because huh. that's what people want. That's what yeah, he hears. That's yeah. what people listen to. And this one kind of has it because, like, you know, he's saying nobody. Yeah. Like, over telling kind of. And it has a nice little drum beat in there a little bit. It's very. It always it always reminded me of, like, like early 70s rock where it's just, like, that easy, like, feely stuff. 
Yeah, it's definitely easy. It's a definitely an easy listening to the song mm-hmm. where you can kind of sway with it. Most of his music, I remember just seeing people getting really into it, though, after a while because of how it goes. And it shows he always ends up like taking off his clothes, which is a plus for me. Yeah, but. that happens. That's what he did when I met him. Well, Cage the Elephant was more interesting. He ended up basically being in his boxers. Oh, nice. Is the song is the song still gone or no? It just ended. You said oh. it was a long song. It's like three and a half minutes. That's still pretty long. That's longer no, than the other not. one. Yeah. That's longer than some of them that I've shown you guys. That's Usually, my mind two minutes. Three minutes can be a little bit longer. I think. So, that's Tommy, just what's a your life. what's your rating for the song? I I didn't hear a lot of it. It's <laughs> it's very quiet, and we were talking the whole time. Um, I don't, I'm not normally one for easy listening. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't dislike it actively. If you want, check out Salad Days. Yes, yeah, that's days another is... one. That was the other option. What was the other option? Salad Days. That one has a little bit more. It comes in quicker. It has a little bit more beat upbeatness to it. A lot of that album has more upbeatness. Yeah, to it's it. also his yeah. older album. His newer one is more an easy listening. I'm really glad though when we recently saw him, he didn't play most of his new album. No offense to it, but not my favorite. All right, so we're gonna we're probably gonna have to wrap it up now. So we'll go back to we'll. Start listening to Salad Days, so after this, you yeah. guys can go listen to Salad Days. We'll listen to Salad Days, get Tommy into some music, new music, or force him. Yeah. Um, as we figure out what we're going to do with that live taping of his virginity loss. Listen, subscribe. To this song. Oh, there yeah. we go. Hey, you said you wanted to last three minutes. There we yeah. go. Listen. It is a long time. Mm-hmm. I, told, I told my ex-wife. She didn't believe me. My ex-wife, <laughs> she didn't believe me. She uh, was great about that joke because it doesn't work with the rest no, of the bit. No. Because you know, listen, rate, subs- uh, listen, subscribe, and rate, and friends on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher, and tune in. Just search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with OpieShows dot com. Also, Opie is hippo spelled backwards. O p p i h shows dot com. And our distributor. Ed Silla. Makes him sound like you're saying Godzilla. With Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including OpieShows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? How much did you hate that, Tony? <laughs> Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's time to talk about German sausage. Mmm. Plus a super cool Aston Martin for sale. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, and Old Pie Production on the Radio Misfits podcast network all right adam what uh, country are you from i am from england what is the best soccer league in the entire world the english premier league what is your day job director of coaching for illinois youth soccer so if you were say a fan of english premier league and you wanted to hear the the opinions of someone who is from england who knows a lot of soccer what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to free kicks with adam and rick and that's on the radio misfits podcast network free kicks a tony lasano podcast an opi show on the radio misfits podcast network great talk radio isn't dead it just moved to a better place radio misfits.com
Hey, this is Tony Lozano, and if you like podcasts, well, I'm the guy that you want to meet. Well, maybe, but I have my own called Nude Hippo, the podcast, and I do it with uh, many members of and friends, uh, including Kimmy. Hello. We feature some of the coolest guests like... Ryan Cheverini, Ginger Z, Mr. Skin, Tom Dreesen, and so many more. These are like milestone interviews. They're timeless. So this way, you could pick it up at any point. I suggest you start from the beginning. Nude Hippo, the podcast, and Opie Show. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. <laughs>